Good morning, I'm Rob Stats Guerrera. Today is Tuesday, October 20th, 2020. Here's what's happening with your San Francisco 49ers. It's well known by now that the Niners have the most challenging remaining schedule in the NFL. In their next three games alone, San Francisco will go to New England, to Seattle, and then host Green Bay on a short week for Thursday Night Football. We found out yesterday that they will be without some of their best players for those games. Running back Raheem Mostert and center Ben Garland are most likely headed to short-term IR, which will keep them out for three weeks. Mostert has a high ankle sprain, and Garland is nursing what the team is calling a calf strain. And if that wasn't enough, safety Jaquiski Tart and tackle Trent Williams could also miss time with a groin and ankle injury, respectively. Kyle Shanahan said both will be further evaluated this week. The Mostert injury is particularly damaging because it seems like the offensive line has finally got a little bit of cohesion after six games. Kyle Shanahan, would you agree? We haven't played great in all these games by no means. Um, and our and our line can definitely play better at times. But I think they have gotten a little bit of a bad rap here over the last few weeks and taken most of the blame for a lot of stuff. And they have been doing a lot of good things too. And I think that's been missed um, for obvious reasons because we haven't played good enough as a team. The 49ers ran the ball 37 times on Sunday for 122 yards. That's 3.3 yards per carry. If the 49ers can't run the ball this week, more will rest on the shoulders of quarterback Jimmy Garoppolo. Hey, Kyle, did you create an easy game plan for him against the Rams to boost his confidence? Everything we put together has to do with the fronts and coverages we're going against, the personnel that we're going against, and what gives all of our players the best chance to be successful in whatever type of scheme you're attacking. And then you try to help the players out, whatever makes it the easiest. But they do a scheme that's pretty specific that um, led to a lot, us wanting to do a lot of that stuff. And um, when it is that way, I, th- I think it does take pressure off the quarterback. But by no means are we going into that game saying, hey, we have to do that. It's, it's what you see on tape and what you decide to go with. Okay, I don't believe you at all, but let's move on. So if you didn't have a special game plan for him, How did Garoppolo bounce back this week? When things happen like that, he does a very good job of not listening to it. I know everyone says that, but I think Jimmy really does simplify his world. And I think Jimmy does that as well as any quarterback I've been around. When you are having people on you like that and you come in to work on Monday and then you go into the huddle on Wednesday and practice and guys can hear in your voice how you call a play, kind of how you walk around. I mean, he walks confident and tall each day. I mean, he doesn't have the demeanor of a guy who's worried about much. He has a guy, demeanor of a guy who has a lot of confidence and believes he's going to win. And I think that's the coolest part about him because whether he's playing good or bad, our team believes in him. And you can see how those guys are in the huddle. And when Jimmy's in there, um, you can tell the team believes. And um, that's one of the most important things with giving us a chance to win. When the 49ers play the Patriots in Foxborough on Sunday, it will be almost three years to the day that he was traded to San Francisco for a second-round pick. We always give you something to read, something to watch, and something you might have missed. Something to read on this Tuesday's Tim Kawakami's piece in The Athletic about George Kittle and Jimmy Garoppolo and about how their connection is vital to the 49ers offense, not just in the next game against New England, but for the rest of this year. Something to watch? In this case, it's more like not to watch, and that would be the trade wire, because with the deadline coming up, Kyle Shanahan said it's unlikely that the 49ers will make a move because they want to hang on to as many draft picks as possible especially since they already gave up a third rounder in the Trent Williams deal. Something you may have missed, check out Bill Belichick talking about tight end George Kittle. Kittle's a great player. He does everything well. I put him right at the top of the league there, period. As good as anybody that that I've coached or as good as anybody that we played against. You know, 49ers put him in positions that, again, really stress the defense, and you pay too much attention to him that it creates opportunities for some of their other outstanding players, and 
if you don't pay enough attention to him, then, you know, he can kill you. So I don't think there's a tight end in the league, and, and we've seen a lot of good ones and had a lot of good ones, but I don't think there's anybody in the league that does everything overall as well as he does. Just really doesn't have any any weak points at all. That's as much praise as I've ever heard Bill Belichick give a player, ever. That's going to do it for this edition of Stats and Eggs. If you like it, prove it. Give us a five-star rating and a nice review wherever you get your podcasts. We always appreciate it. Later today, Niners Nate will chat with Sports Illustrated's Leo Luna to talk about all things Niners, the big win on Sunday, and look ahead to the game against the Patriots. I'm Rob Stats Guerrera. We'll talk tomorrow. Oh,